What's up, people? The boys are back. Yay! The boys are back. We got one yeah. back on vacation. <laughs> we got another boy just back. <laughs> Didn't go anywhere. Didn't go Surprise. anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, your boy, you know, DP Brown is in the house. We got the Michael Duche is in the building and back again this week. Still City Hitch. He didn't change the name of his stadium. You know, still- <laughs> <laughs> it's still an encyclopedia studio to me. This still I mean, called the Nerd Cycle Comic Flake Show. That's correct. This is this is the same nerd time. And the same, same nerd, nerd, same nerd you know, we did we it. We are back again this week. We, f- we came through. <laughs> what, oh, one more, welcome. one more. You know, I got to finish yeah, it off. Yeah, yeah. One, yeah. one more for the road. As, as you got to do the right thing. But oh, <laughs> well, before we even get into um, all the good stuff, you know, from the season finale <laughs> of the boys, um, we will. Mm-hmm. The disclaimer, you know, it's explicit content on the show. You know, spoilers um, alert. <laughs> Let's get some house cleaning out the way. Nerdcyclopedia.com. People, make sure that you are going to that website, your favorite website. Make sure that you are going on there and visiting our favorite platforms on social media at Nerdcyclopedia. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. So make sure that you follow us and sharing our stuff and making sure you're getting your friends and family, you know, to follow us. Um, <laughs> oh, terrible things will happen. Terrible oh, things. Terrible, awful things. Um, like black noir stuff, like you know, anyway. Um, make sure that you are if you are watching us on YouTube, you're hitting that subscribe button, also hitting that notification button. So anytime that we're on, you know that we're on. Um, if you're listening to us on your um, you know, on your phone or your radio in your car and everything, we are on Spotify, tune in, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, um, anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast, iHeartRadio, we are there. So make sure that you are subscribing to us on that and sharing that podcast with your you know, favorite friends and stuff. Um, make sure that you are watching us on the Carbonite Bounty BS, oh, Carbonite Bounty BS podcast. <laughs> uh, we are talking about your favorite Star Wars content. You know, this week we'll be talking about um, the Darth Vader comic, you know, um, mm-hmm. Um, so volume three, we'll be talking about that. So make sure that you catch us. And then later um, um, next month, we'll be getting into Andor. So, you know, you guys got to follow us on that. If you love in Star Wars, um, make sure that you are leaving us some feedback. Nurse, it's nerdcyclopedia.com. We love getting your feedback over there um, and spitting it right back out to you. So, gentlemen, oh, what a preamble. You got to love it. You do such a great job with that. <laughs> That was the best. That was the best offload. I used to have to do all that crap. That's the best offload of the entire, <laughs> of the entire encyclopedia. They, they, me, they, they assigned it to me, so you know, uh, <laughs> I should really should have like you know, just just Talk like a, a, you know, it's just a, a paper there. But you know, I, I spit it off the dome and I mess up. Each. It's something different each and every time. So it's just something new. Well, shouldn't it be? Shouldn't it be? You don't want to. You don't want to feel like the you know someone just pressed play on a tape. Oh, that's man. that's no good. And you know, I always used to bust on people because you know, it'd be uh, you know in high school the speech team. There was always like certain stock hand gestures you would see, <laughs> emphasis, and you'd see the same ones over and over. So you'd be like, oh, there's there's someone that you know rehearses too much. You're never gonna get that problem with Nerd Encyclopedia. I can guarantee. Oh, I can guarantee no, you that it's right all now. fresh, all fresh takes, right off the cuff. Yeah. We, w- we would never want to look at like you know look at um look like the spider-man nerd uh, what was it spider-man um um no way home the spider-man movies where they actually had the high school stuff you know show the different um the, the difference oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well you know for the high schools and everything um with their channels anyway let's talk about the boys yeah season I finale, this episode eight season three you know whoo we got a season finale guys how many people? <laughs> how many people are in the seven now? Is it just like that two, are alive? No way! There's no way it's seven. I mean, they, they're gonna have to. It's the four, the five. Um, I mean, you know, it's not that many. <laughs> Don't is just going through people now. It's just like you know they can't keep them, they can't staff his three his three, three and a half. Uh, <laughs> it depends. <laughs> it depends. Homelander, Homelander goes through um, 
but he that's a very great question um uh, still city um <laughs> i guess let's just start off with that like you know you you got the 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 scene where homelander is just they're in the office and i don't know what other superhero show where you would actually see your favorite superheroes or your superheroes your your justice league or whatever just in an office room counting how many um other super friends that he has left <laughs> <laughs> to join him in his quest for whatever, you know, you know, um, you, so you got like the, the quasi Superman here and he's looking at his, his, his um, the rest of his super friends say, this is all I got to work with. You know, his I don't need any of you. I don't need any of you. <laughs> you're all terrible. You're all, you're all yeah, I mean, his, his Aquaman, his flash and everything. Yeah. You know, he's just looking, he's just looking down on them, condescending everything, you know, my angelfish oh, says, <laughs> <laughs> "Angelfish has a plan." Uh, and, and then he has his um his secretary. I mean, you know the 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 um you know Ashley and every well she's not secretary anymore. She's like the the vice. What is she, what is her title? The she's VP. The VP. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Anyway, what do we think about this episode? I mean, let's start with you. You just getting back from your vacay and you just <laughs> seen it tonight, Michael. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, so uh, so I don't want to say it's satisfying, but I mean, we do have a conclusion to the end of the season. So, you know, all the, yeah, the, the 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 everything ties back in and we finally get a conclusion to where the story is going, you know. We finally had the confrontation of Homelander a soldier boy, you know, butcher, you know, and, and everything coming to an end, this storyline coming to an end. Now, as we were saying before, like we do wish that it was in that market of a, of a 10, uh, 10 episode season, but you know, I mean, they, you you also don't want it to drown out and feel dull and stupid. Now, again, like Hitch and I always said before, give us 52 episodes and we'll be just fine and satisfied. <laughs> I don't care. Give me one a week. I'll be good. But you know, as the season goes on, it's it's good to see that they wrap up the storyline, and so I'm satisfied in that end. Now, some of the things that happened, I'm not satisfied, but you know, that's 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 go on for the uh, the rest of our show here. But I mean, as for the episode goes, I enjoyed it as every episode of the, the of this uh, season. So I mean, it's it's definitely one of the better shows that are definitely out there, and possibly ever as a comic book show, definitely. To me, I mean, this show just it, it cashes these checks. None of them bounce, you know. And and if you want to believe in the action in the show like this, and I think that that's all very convincing. I thought the effects were great. I thought all these shots of the Vought Tower are really cool. I like the way they have the seven lit up. I thought all that stuff played really well. I thought the uh, the effects like Starlight's power is believable. And I thought that the way the story reached its conclusion was very satisfying. Having Huey realize that he can just help her <laughs> instead of having to nut like bounce her out of the way and make her, you know, inferior to him. He he realized he doesn't have to do this. He right. can he can be you know he can uh, be be the the second fiddle, which is something he feel like Huey should be good at. But he, I guess he has to learn that. Uh, right. So 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 really nice payoff there to those uh, to those stakes. I liked how they, they they paid off that story. You know, poor black poor Black Noir just wants to be understood and loved. And Homelander, you know, feels completely abandoned here by the end of this episode, just absolutely alone. And like I said, how many people are left in the seven? Well, there's nobody left in Homelander's team at a certain point here. Because we know Soldier Boy, you know, and we get a lot, we get some background from Soldier Boy about Soldier Boy that I, I'm gonna talk about later in a way that you're not nobody else is gonna be interested. I don't care. So just so everybody knows, there's going to be a good spot in the middle of this show where I start going on about Soldier Boy, where everyone can just, you know, if they have to run to the bathroom or get a sandwich, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to you two. <laughs> we'll we'll talk all Boy moment. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just turn your guys' stuff off. No. So, so I really, I really enjoyed that the way that paid off. I think giving Maeve an ending like this, where you know the character. Could still be around because we like, you know, she's a good intelligence source, and you know, Maeve's Maeve's strength is her will, and that's something that's true, been true about her the whole time. Her superpower is her super iron will, and she can't really yeah. be broken. Um, that's intact. So I'm excited to see more of that, you know, that character that's really paid off. 
and and I think paid off in a way that goes beyond, you know, the cliched, cloying, you know, Pride Month esque, you know, Pride Burger from Vaught that Vaught wants to do first. So I think that really paid off really well. Um, big fan of the Ryan stuff, man. This adds a real big dimension to um, the Homelander story is his relationship with Ryan and what that means for, well, Earth. (laughs) 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 To say nothing of our our fun, you know, television series from Amazon, right? Like like This is going to have some pretty significant consequences because remember, you know, authoritarian, totalitarian um, dictatorships that are passed, you know, through inheritance are monarchies. (laughs) They're (laughs) empires. They're not they're not, you know, uh, it's not like a dictatorship. It's not some communist Marxist commune. You know what I'm saying? It's it's something we know. We've seen it before. And once you start, you know, interspersing this idea that, that somebody is special and better and their children are also special and better, right? You, yeah. It's really, really uh, a dangerous idea. A dangerous idea if you're interested in having a democracy. Now, uh, some characters on this show not, seem to be less committed to that than one might one might hope from an elected official. But being in the timeline we're in, not not necessarily <laughs> stretching the bounds of believability, frankly. So, what what can you say? Well, I, I obviously love this episode, and uh, you know, um, I think if again, if there were any check, if there were any checks that they were writing this this year, I think they cashed them all, and, and I'm excited to see where they go from here. How about you, DP? Um, I'm I'm the same. So while this episode, um, it was a finale, you know, and it was a good one. No checks were bounced, as you said, you know. Now, as far as how much those checks were, you know, we we can you know we can have a debate on you know on that and everything. I'm, I'm not expecting this to be a Game of Thrones level or like the best show ever and everything. I'm happy with what it is because um, out of the superhero shows, as Ducci was talking about earlier, it's pro- it's the best one out there. You know, it's the best crop of one. It's the best crop of you know stuff that we have on on TV, mainly because it's adult level and it's speaking. It's, it's not speaking over us. It's not condescending to us. It's actually just like, like just hitting us directly, you know, in the heart, especially with some of the content that is presenting and everything. So um, I thought this episode was fine. Um, I guess the cliche when you're talking about stakes, you know, um, hitting um, is, okay, who's going to die? <laughs> you know, should it, should it be more bloodshed? Should it be more, you know, crazy stuff happening and especially with the show like this because you have people dying all the time but of non-consequence of non-emotional um, stakes with us you know we see people just get their heads blown off and you know um, um, chopped off and crazy stuff happening all the time but we don't really get any much character depth with those type of death so with this season finale um, for really no one for, for, for really nothing to really happen as far as that. And we still have everybody still at the same point as we had, like at the beginning of the season It's sort of like, okay, all right, it is what it is. It's a finale. We had a beginning middle and then an end to the emotional stakes is what Hitch said earlier about Huey finally learning that he doesn't have to be to resort to his toxic mass masculinity with starlight is an emotional um, um, through point with him. And that actually got resolved with this thing. We see with, um, you know, I want to talk about Ryan for a bit. Ryan is interesting because the situation, you know, we, you know, Hitch talked about with Homelander, not really having anybody, you know, at the end, he has Ryan, you know, you know, he, Ryan is now his teammate, which is really the most important thing because Ryan now loves him. The biggest mistake that Billy Butcher made in the beginning, I think it was the first or second episode, was denying Ryan that fatherly love that um, that he desperately needed at that point in time, which is sort of like the same through line of what Homelander needs, that love, that that connection with the father, that um, that that sense of being, OK, um, somebody needs me or whatever or, or somebody loves me or whatever. Ryan desperately needed that with Billy Butcher. Um and Butcher denied him. So what was Ryan going to do? You know, he was going to hook and latch on to the next best thing, which is closer to him, 
because his dad actually, his real dad actually has powers. So he could relate way more to him than what Billy, you know, Billy ever could have. But Billy had his chance and Ryan did give him a chance and, and Billy just turned it down. Now we see where Ryan is, where uh, Ryan or potentially we may get a bright burn situation if this guy just, you know, ends up being like, you know, let loose and stuff. <laughs> you don't want that to happen now. But um, mm-hmm. with with um, Homelander now, you know, um, and Brian un- under his tutelage, and it must have seen this something happening where he was teaching home, uh, Brian how to fly. Because I never, I don't think we ever seen Ryan fly before, right? He was trying yeah. to learn at the end of last season. Okay, so Homelander must have been spending some fatherly time in order for him to to learn that quick, <laughs> you know, <laughs> about you know how to um um to to go up in the air and everything. Um, the end point where uh, Homelander um, murders, you know, uh, another uh, uh, murder, just murders somebody just straight broad daylight in front of everybody. And then we get everybody just sharing, you know, time, mm-hmm. just like, you know, just being happy about it. That's going to be some that's going to be really interesting how they do that next season, you know, because. Well, <laughs> so, I mean. One, it, <laughs> oh, let me let me just finish this point. On one end, he does his he does his in broad daylight, and I'm assuming he does his you know with cameras and everything all around for people to actually see what Homelander did, and for people to actually cheer and be okay with it. Um, hmm. is that hitting a little close to home, or is that just going over the okay? Um, how 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 are Americans going to actually deal with? seeing a murder actually happen on screen with their quote unquote, um, um, you know, hero or whatever, you know, with Homelander. So I guess that's a, a point that we could talk about. So, um, I guess let's start off with that, Michael. What, what do you, yeah, be, 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 before Hitch goes, because I know Hitch is going to go into, you know, uh, his, his tangent here in a second here. So I hope you're ready for technical difficulties. Nikes are off and I'm just like, I got this. So, I mean, this is a clear instance of, you know, I mean, we, we always compare Homelander and, you know, one of our, you know, nation's former leaders. So, so it's intentional on the point. We, right. we discussed it is, that it's, it's intentional very, on the point of the artist. Very, making it, so you have very to intentional. It. So this goes back to, you know, 2016 when, you know, said leader would say, I can go in the middle of the public and kill somebody and people would cheer. That's exactly what this is. Homelander can go out and kill somebody in the middle of public and people will cheer because again, he could do no wrong, you know, mm-hmm. in the eyes. And if you're, if you're team Homelander, you know, he can kill whoever he wants and you're team Homelander because he killed somebody from the other team and it doesn't matter. So he's just proven his point. So, I mean, that that's exactly what that goes into. And then the story with Ryan, I mean, they're, they are building this. I mean, from from looking at the comic books, like Noir was supposed to be the spawn of Homelander. You know, that's where Noir came from. Oh, yeah, right. And so, so, and Noir was this, you know, mad tight, you know, mad person who would just go off and you know go crazy on people. So you can see that in the sense already happening with Ryan that they're going to take that storyline and put it under Ryan, and. You know, it, it goes to like each generation, you know, it's they, they're looking for that father figure. And mm. now, you know, and so now that Ryan has his father figure, he's going to follow in his footsteps. And, you know, once he he sees that blood and tastes that blood, you know, he wants he wants more because he wants to make daddy happy. You know, <laughs> so he wants to, you know, he wants to please dad. So so he sees dad killing people. So, OK, he killed somebody. I'm going to kill two people. You know, <laughs> that would make that happy, right? Exactly. So, so you can tell where this is going, and also too, I, lo- I like the cliffhanger of, um, you know, the um, uh, the you know, what I can't the 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 swimming guy. I can't even remember his name right now. <laughs> so, him killing, you know, the 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 vice president, and now um, oh, head yeah, popper yeah. is going to be the head. Going to be the vice president now. So, so. We're already developing these stories into season four, which who knows how long we got to wait for season four to come out. You know, I hope it's not like a Rick and Morty two and a half years for another season or anything. But hopefully, hopefully spring of next year. But but you can see where different storylines are going. 
They ended, they, just as everybody said, they ended these storylines. They cashed all the checks. They ended all the storylines. Everything that was going in a direction, it went to that direction, and it's closed. And now you can start to see the new storylines going. And yeah. we, I don't believe we've seen the last uh, Black Noir either. It may not be the same person, but I don't, I don't, he's too good of a character just to kill off. <laughs> you know, get, getting back to um, <clears throat> the symbolism of the boys and and what what they're what they're talking about here, you're absolutely right, Michael. And I had that exact reaction to Homelander committing this this murder in defense of his son, right? In defense of his invulnerable son, like like there's no need for him to do this. It's completely obviously out Which which when you think about the internal logic of the show, obviously this is just a murder that he committed. So. You know, this is it's a, that and what you said that I, I could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue is is a is a quote um, from from a debate in sixteen, but also a Frank Lewis quote from American Gangster. And he, that's what he does in American Gangster. So this is a trope that, that is is referenced and referencing I think twenty sixteen and Trump <laughs> is also referenceable to previous other art. And this is a, it's an idea that you would hear before. So it's not it's like yeah. some. Like he, this was coined by Trump or something like that. Now I think that Hamlander is an is allegorical for for Trump in a lot of ways. Um, I think the way that he is sort of like venial, and the way that he's vain, and the way that he is petty, are all you know designed to be allegorical toward Trump, right? Toward toward the way he operates, and we're seeing that play out in the news right now here in um, July of twenty two. Um, so you know, if you want to Google that, go ahead, feel free. Uh, that's that's what's going on here um you know i remember in in 20 you know in 2020 when we were watching this and i mentioned this you know they had that that homelander special and i said oh man they're a little on the nose with all this crazy patriotic you know uh subjugation you know patriotic subjugation of their of the flag for their own purposes right and then i think we saw something right after that during the election that was like very similar actually to how it was portrayed on the show that's one of the things about the art here that's so uh it's so impressive is that they do stuff like that and i think that they've really hit the nail on the head as far as what it is about um this violence that homelander commits on this person right that that makes his supporters excited it's somebody they wish they wish they could be the one to do this, right? So it's the shared, the shared enemy, the shared grievance. And seeing Homelander strike at this person fulfills a of like a vicarious need on their part to do those things and to feel like they're they're strong. And I also am, am glad that this season wrapped those sorts of meditations on on you know current events in the lesson that Huey learns. Like we were, like I said already about, um, literally all you have to do is shine the light on the women in your lives and let them handle it. Right. Like that's, that's what he does. And, and again, we're talking very allegorical, uh, and these are, I, I feel like a, not to mention these things would be to do a disservice to the artist, as I've said. Yeah. So lots and lots of this really like great, um, emotional allegory that you don't expect from a show that's that also like two weeks ago featured you know a character named love sausage whose penis was nearly <laughs> sentient and, and and could stretch to unfathomable lengths <laughs> so like for me that's one of the things about the show that i like so much is that it's this great mix of of high and low brow and if i think they're going too far into one i can think about the other and it it, it makes me you know uh it, it kind of stimulates me in both ways right <laughs> so I, I i appreciate that um, but yeah, man, that, that scene where, where Ryan is sort of like being invested as the crown prince of whatever Homelander's dominion is, I guess, whatever he sees as his dominion, it, it's not, not great to give a, a 13 year old who has been, and let's not forget this raised in seclusion, um, ultimate, you know, power of life and death. In the Roman Empire, the the idea of getting life and death was um, uh, is imperator was the word they would use for it. And any time that a kid who doesn't have any like earned claim to political authority was given that authority in ancient Rome, 
stuff would veer off the rails right away. And, and every time, I mean, every single time stuff would get very bad. And just some names of, 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 you know, uh, Caligula, you know, Caracalla, Geta, you know, th- these are famous, famous examples of um, this power being granted to children and them just going not like bad at going bad. Yeah. And, and I think, and I think it makes sense. Exactly. If you think you're a God, you'll act like it, you know? And for, you know, these Roman emperors who were doing this, obviously they could only put, keep the, keep the ruse up for so long before, you know, they died. And then, you know, I guess so much for the, um, the immortality and the imperviousness of the emperor. But the problem that this universe may encounter here is that it seems very unlikely that Homelander will ever die for any reason because he has this insane power level in comparison to everybody else. And if we know that Soldier Boy is a hundred years old at least, right? A hundred years old at least, and looks like he's maybe like 39. Maybe like he's maybe celebrated a couple 39th birthdays, <laughs> maybe, right? Maybe. So Homelander might live to be 500 years old. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, so one, one also kind of asks yourself, like, what does Homelander have need of a, of an heir for at all? If you're you vulnerable, exactly. And then once you have that heir, why do you need everybody else? He just wants to have a family. He wants to be loved. And yeah. milk. <laughs> and milk. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you you said a lot of really great points. It'd be interesting to see how they develop that. You know, uh, like I said, I call it, keep calling them Brightburn because that's all I see. But in Brightburn, <laughs> we didn't have that that, that um, Homelander figure to 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 manage him. He just went all have crazy. a mentor, <laughs> right? Yeah, imagine have Homelander being the voice of reason all of a sudden. Like, you have to be like, hey, 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 we we can't we can't just. <laughs> Obliterate everybody. Edmonton, really? Like, I, I think you just struck on something. At this point, because now Homelander does have that person to worship. I mean, not worship. Well, I guess worship, you know, Ryan, you know, loving him or whatever, you know, worshiping him or whatever. He doesn't necessarily need a bunch of people to do that now. So him and his son could actually rule. You know, if they decided they wanted to go that route, because so long as Homelander knows he has Ryan to love him, does he necessarily need a group of people that don't know him, you know, to, to worship him when he could just rule them, you know? Well, that's what he tried uh, to do with the Soldier Boy. You know, he just he tried to, you know, try to have him and Soldier Boy be a family and just, you know, take over everybody, take over the world. You know, who's going to stop us? So now, you know, now he has Ryan as his family. You know, who do you trust? Family. You know, so it's, he he has somebody. It'll be interesting. It's interesting that they put Soldier Boy back on ice like that. Um, I'm curious because I, I think he's an important character that you still could have just kept off ice and still really use him to um to 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 do that dynamic. But at the end there, he sort of just denied his okay, you're still like an insecure pussy and everything, you know. Um, and you shame me or whatever because of who you are and stuff. So I thought that was a, a take, a direction where they could have did better in their relationship and dynamic, not at Ryan's on the scene. You know, you got mm-hmm. Soldier Boy, Homelander, and Ryan, but they decided to put him back on ice. Um, so is he going to come back next season? I mean, we'll see. I, I, to put him back on ice means, that, okay, they're going to use him some point down the line. <laughs> and I do agree he's there. with there. He, he's there he's whenever there. they need him. <laughs> Whenever they need them and everything, so it's made to do to a degree. And but I'm glad they did the mo- emotional stakes for her to um sort of have her have her happy ending with with that because she's been she's a character that's been going through so much trauma, you know, throughout like this whole series so far. To have her have that happy ending with her girlfriend and everything, um, was a nice touch for her. Um, it's sort of crazy that she didn't die, you know, in that situation with Homelander. I'm sorry, uh, with Soldier Boy, but we see Kamiko. That's sort of like telegraphed that from the beginning that these suits don't necessarily die from that situation. They just lose know, their powers. They just lose their power and stuff, you know. So um, that's sort of like tracked and everything. So, but um, but she got a good happy ending there. Um, 
So the direction the boys are going with with this Victoria Newman is like the new threat is interesting because she's not as big as Homelander, but in universe, that is a big threat, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's interesting to see that you know Butcher accepting Starlight into like the boys now and pointing to 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 Newman. Um, it's like, okay, well, we got to deal with her and everything. Um, Homelander can't die. And I, it's, it's like he said, so if that's not going to be the end point of the series, like how much, how, how, what, what are you going to do? What, what, what is the, what are, how long do you want to take this series on, um, you know, for the, these next few years? So what is like the end point? I think we're, we're at this show. I think we're getting to the point where we need to see some sort of end game going. I mean, is that is that a necessary thing to say? You know, we we seen everything that everybody does as far as characters and bringing in stuff. We want to, I, I want to see. I should say, I'm not going to speak for you guys. Uh, we're at that point where, okay, where are they going to go and how are they going to end it? You know, don't just spin your wheels. Where are they going to go with this thing? Especially if it's been established, Homelander is not going to be. It's not dying. Not anytime soon. Well, you can't kill off Homelander. I mean, come on. Then the whole show and everything changes. I mean, you got to have the all being. And then so now the all being now has a uh, a mentorship going on. So you got to see that's going to be the main arc of uh, next season is, uh you know, the development of Ryan and, you know, the Ryan Butcher, the Ryan Homelander, you know. So it's going to be a very that's going to be a lot of the main storyline going on into season four. You know, I mean, of course, it will tie into, you know, the, the the head popper being the vice president and everything as well, too. But, I mean, the, the everybody tunes in to see Homelander, you know, so and so yeah. they're going to see that the Homelander butcher, you know, the fight and the fight for Ryan. And, you know, what what direction is Ryan going to go to, you know, and clearly yeah. so far he has a direction of where he's heading to and, um, you know, yeah. and who who he already chose. So I mean that's 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 the direction where you see season four that it's going to go towards. If you told me that this was a six a six season story, and we were right at the fulcrum, and that what was going to happen from here on out was Butcher was going to get worse and Homelander was going to get better, I would believe you. If you told me that what was going to happen next is that Homelander is going to have to parent Ryan, and that's going to make him have to actually start doing the stuff that he's been pretending he's doing for 20 years or however long. I believe that. And I think that that's a testament to the writing on this show that that that's a direction they had that is open to them. The redemption of Homelander. I mean, what the hell that, that they could, I think they could sell me that. You know what I mean? Um, and, and, and that's, that's, that's awesome. You know, they could also sell me the opposite, right? You could sell me, Homelander conniving and, you know, purging and purging and purging his people out until it's just him in the deep again. You know, like you could show me that too. <laughs> I'd laugh and, and watch and it would be, you know, and Homelander just being more and more obsessed with the internal Vought machinations and no, and like just getting obsessed with it and not even going outside. So nobody even sees him, you know, he's just, he's just obsessed with this minutia, like how, like Howard Hughes or something. I, I could I'd buy that. Yeah. And so I, I feel like there's some really interesting directions on the table for them. Like I said, you could tell the Brightburn story. You could tell the opposite of that story if you wanted to. Ryan cleaning up after Homelander everywhere or telling well, him yeah, out of you, it. Like you could see Ryan being so bad to where Homelander's like, I can't control this kid. I have to I have to stop this kid now. How do I stop this kid? You know, and then he ends up teaming up with Butcher somehow, you know, to try to figure this out, you know, getting that emotional stakes like the Brightburn thing come to come to to, to the boys and stuff. Yeah, I I can they definitely have right. some ways to you right. know, direct. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see next season where they're going to take Ryan's arc, you know? And then, <clears throat> you know, the interesting thing about this whole season is it really feels to me like we missed, like, the, the most evil thing that happened was the alliance between, you know, Newman and, um, and Homelander. And then, like, she's essentially gonna be the press like there's no you go come on that guy they get elected president that guy's gonna live for like six minutes like his like life expectancy <laughs> right. can be measured in seconds he's gonna be worse off than william henry harrison was you know when he, when he i don't know what head. happened to his head <laughs> yeah i'm straight off <laughs> it just exploded guess i'm the president now okay uh well wow well, you know so so you know you you can see these these yeah 
all these pieces sort of clicky clacking into place for that too. Very, very interesting. You know, is she actually a monster? Like, will she, you know, will she, will she rule in such a way that is as corrupt as what, what Homelander is going to do? Does she have some sort of other underlying like ideology beyond her own empowerment? That's something that's it, that, that would be interesting to see. Is this purely just going to become, you know, if, if we're talking about, uh, monarchies then wouldn't Homelander and, and Newman make up an interesting power couple as the president of the United States and you know the living weapon that can you know yeah. kill anybody yeah. so and then, and then what would that would that be a bad thing <laughs> for the president to be able to think someone should die and they should die and then be able to send somebody to do it too if they feel like it right uh, that, that's quite a that's quite a marriage of um of terror right there. And, and on top of it all, you know, we saw so many crazy, you know, we talk about the bot. I talk about body horror on here. We saw that guy, the top of that guy's head explode, like crazy. Yeah. And that's just like the tip of the iceberg. It's this crazy stuff going on while they're pulling off all these other possible storylines. And they don't have to pick one of these or, any, or there's a lot of other directions they can go. But I think that again, it's just the fact of the matter is, that if they want to make it a four season series, you're right. They could position right into the end game here and move us right into the final confrontation and have it be any of the ones I, I mentioned. If they want to go longer. They can, you know, they can stretch it into a longer period of time. They want to do a time jump. You know, if there's some, you know, they could do that, I guess. I don't know. Those are kind of tried now. So many people have done them, but there's just yeah. a lot of directions. It's hard to do a time jump when, uh, you know, it's the humans aspect that are the boys, you know, so, you know, you're not time jumping the the human aspect of it. And, you know, with Butcher having 12 to 18 months to live, I mean, are they going to have a a cure for Butcher? Like, I mean, they are they going to kill off Butcher going in, you know, at the end of season four? Is that going to be the big reveal? I mean, what's. What's butcher story going to the real, end up being here? The real question you have to ask yourself, and it's probably it's probably the same question I used to ask myself when I was watching um, HBO's True Blood, which has come up before on shows that I have I have done. <laughs> came up on this show, I believe. Yes, yes I believe a few times. Yes, which is which is essentially this: like if I if I had let's say that hypothetically I had a disease that was going to kill me in a short amount of time, like like I did a bunch of temp v. And now my brains were leaking out my ears, and in a year they'd all be gone. I'd be my head would be totally empty. Uh, wouldn't wouldn't you roll the dice eventually on regular V? Right, like wouldn't you roll it? I mean, I'm just I'm not saying like you know ten years left or whatever, but ten days, and yeah. maybe it's a one in ten shot that you live, but you you live and you come back with these insane superpowers, or you die anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that all the dice, some, you know, I mean, it's it's certainly presented there, especially with Kamiko getting her powers back, right? You know, she lived I mean, through that's, it. That's like you know, almost like Chekhov's um superpowers coming back. <laughs> I think you can write that. I think you're 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 correct to the point that you could say that if Maves don't come back, that is that's that's a bounce. I, I, I feel, feel like, like Frenchie can come up with something to save Butcher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that mind thing is there. The uh, another question I'm thinking. Okay, now is everybody that was gonna that was on the seven are they gonna now end up being on like the boys? Um, and Homelander is just not gonna have any any, you know, I, the seven has to have a seven. So I can imagine like next season them getting random randos, you know, just to fill in. But all all the original seven, like I can see A Train because his redemption. You know, he's seeing everything that's with like, you know, Homelander. Is he going to end up defecting, becoming, you know, uh, more associated with, um, you know, Butcher and the boys and everything? Starlight's already a member. Maeve is like halfway, you know, you know, he's she's already teamed up with them. Um, you know, the deep is still the comic release. So no telling where he's going. <laughs> poor Kevin. He's, he's, poor you knew, poor if you guy. knew Kevin, you wouldn't like him. Is the thing. <laughs> But um, you know, are, are all the formal seven, you know, are they gonna end up being the boys if, if Black Noir comes back to life and everything, he's gonna be like, okay, well, you know, um 
Homelander's the enemy. He killed me, you know. <laughs> uh, you know, so I need to team up with somebody or whatever. And Homelander and Ryan, they're now like the duo. They're powerful. You know, they don't need anybody else. They don't need the seven. You know, they just got each other. So, you know, these team up of superheroes versus, you know, those two and everything is, um, you know, a possibility and stuff. And like you guys are saying, there's so so many options out there where they could go. Um, this the the fight that they had at the the end, I thought was um pretty decent. Um, it's it's sort of like on par with what will happen in like Hero Gasm and everything. Not as like you know a, a, a highlight with like you know the the two intense emotional you know with with Butcher and um Homelander that one episode, but yet and still you still have like you know the teams coming up you know against Homelander, um. And, you know, everybody just all, all out brown and vault tower and stuff. Um, and I like the way that that may sort of like sacrifice herself. Reluct- well, I guess not reluctantly, but just realize that she had to be the one to to take out um, um, uh, or get uh, Soldier Boy out the way um, before he destroyed everyone. You know, um, I thought that was pretty decent on, on Maeve. And like I said, the redemption arc of Maeve coming from what we've seen her, what we've seen happen with her when that airplane crashed way back in season one, when they left all those people in the plane all the way up till right now, I thought it's really great, you know, character development for a character really that hasn't really had a lot of speaking lines, a lot of, you know, um, um, visual, like, you know, a visual, you know, um, character um, in, in the season and everything. I mean, with, with um, Homelander and, you know, Butcher is like the main, you know, Huey and Starlight is like the main attractions and stuff. Um, if they do end up bringing Maeve back, I do hope they put her in uh, a, a more of a major capacity and stuff. I, I like her as a character. Yeah, I mean, you got to see her arc go through, you know, the ups and downs of this season. You know, she, you know, slept with Butcher of all people. You know, I mean, it's just like you you see her arch and her story, and just to have her have a you know a satisfying ending to her story as opposed to some of the other endings of some of the other characters nor um but um you know so it's it's good to see her have a satisfying ending i, I you know because you know she was a person you would root for you want to root for you you root for me yeah yeah exactly so she's yeah. a you know she she's a good hero and you know for her to make that sacrifice you know at the end and so I, I, I also like where they left off A-Train, you know, they um they didn't feature a lot of him, but we see, like you said, an ending of that storyline. Um, You know, he now has like um Blue Hawk's, you know, heart and everything, but his brother is denying him that satisfaction and stuff. You know, his brother is like, no, you need to get out of here. You know, you killed him. You know, why did you do that? I wanted to, um you know, see him go to jail or whatever. You know, he, he A-Train doesn't know what to do because He's, I guess he's not really a good person, but he's trying to be a good person. Right. But he's, yeah. So he thought killing him was the right thing to do where, you know, that was just satisfying his need. Not right. what his yes. brother wanted. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so, oh, so oh he, it happens. I'm, I'm doing what I thought you wanted to do. Right. You know, I'm really doing I what I thought this is what you wanted. Yeah. You know, yeah, because yeah. it's clearly what I wanted. Yeah. So, so you, who is A Train at this point? You know, yeah, A Train's a lost, lost soul right now. Right. Yeah, he's he's a <laughs> right. um, what a man. He's what obviously not wanted by any group. A <laughs> Train, A Train makes the mistake here of of saying the only problem with what happened is that it happened to me, which is you know a real a misapplication of justice because the problem is that this guy attacked someone he shouldn't have attacked. A Train personalizes it. Train says mm-hmm. you can't do it to my brother, my property. He he, you know, removes the the humanity and the agency of his own brother and acts on their on their behalf as a strong man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things, and and this is something. This is why I was this is so great to hear uh, Duche say this because you know I, I I in Plato's Republic there's a long dialogue about what is justice and how do you define justice. And one of the, you know, unform one of the pre-formulated, like, oh, what is this justice is, is revenge and retribution. And like you said, the difference between injustice is that it is not about desert. It's not about restoration. It's about personal satisfaction. 
and that's and that's that's never something that can be it can't be good because it can it can only further destroy right it can't build if you're not if you're not doing if you're not executing violence in the service of ultimate justice then you can only destroy with it and um if if you're acting in retribution you can only be acting against justice it's kind of like why batman doesn't kill people most of the time <laughs> that's just batman right, <laughs> right. sometimes batman does sometimes yeah batman will hit you with a car that's neither that's not the same exactly <laughs> sure we don't see exactly what happened after he hit people with a car right. or collateral damage and stuff cars all the time my favorite thing you know dc and i'm not going to get too far off topic here but dc you know the movie's eye just rolls over people they make the video games and they go all so far out of the way to be like, nope, Batman's not running people over with that car. He's got a force field that shocks him and throws him away, and they're fine. And like it's right. like bzz, when they go flying off the screen, you're like, that guy would be dead. Anyway, right. that's neither. He's not crash cracking any skulls on pavement or in his mind, he's not a murderer, you know. Right. Batman doesn't do that thing, but you know, as right. far as collateral, I damage, didn't kill him. You know, so so what if he decides he wants to dress up as a bat and actually you know, go off and actually could do his sense of justice and everything, you know, right. um, damn, be, it'd be damned to whoever, you know, gets in his way, you know, mm -hmm. with his many gadgets and, you know, um, villains that he actually brings, <laughs> you know, that, that he creates upon his, um, what, what did Gordon say at the, at the end of that um, Batman Begins? Okay, looks like you brought these people out. So, you know, <laughs> this might be your fault here. <laughs> you created <laughs> something. <laughs> uh, you did this, so I'll expect you to handle that. This guy just had a bunch I'll, of people. He's got a, a card. card. Here's right. a card. Here. I'm gonna right. smoke a pipe. These, these, these villains did not exist before you. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I did not have a Joker problem. <laughs> I did not have a Joker problem before you. I did Batman. not have a Joker problem. <laughs> He's got like a chart. It's like two hundred. It's like a thousand percent more Jokers. <laughs> He's like, now you showed up here. And here we have all these jokers. Where's our timeline of villains and Batman here? He's like showing, oh, yeah. showing Batman these pictures. He's like, I'd like to, I call this the oopsie list. These are some big oopsies of yours. The jokers Michael, on this list. I, I swear, Michael, I swear somebody had to have a timeline of when all this started from when <laughs> Batman was on the before Batman became on the scene and after he came on the scene. Right. Uh, crime right. just like just shut up. Right. You, you just have the Falcones and the Carmichaels before Batman. <laughs> After Batman, you get the Jokers, the Riddlers. Oh, oh man. Now, now, now walking into the bed. Everything in people's water and stuff, right. you know. Right, right. Before it was just corrupt. Okay, we can handle corrupt. <laughs> Maybe once like, in a while, like, a guy you know, dies. Uh, you know, throw 10 bucks to the cops in 1922 and two rich people get shot. Right. You know, 10 years later, there's a cupid walks into the bank and starts crying. <laughs> Gas is coming out of his mouth. Right, right. There, there's hot air balloons full of full of nitrous gas through downtown Gotham in the 200 year bicentennial. <laughs> Carmichael's not doing that. Falcone's not doing that. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, at least they won't. At least they won't oh, take the bridges out. Then the Joker's like, ah. Oh, man. You got people dressed with question marks and green and everything just going yeah. out. What so, is up with that? Right, Falcone had a nice three piece, you know. <laughs> you pay him up, you shut up, you move along with your life. Nothing bad happens to you. <laughs> now you're driving down a highway. Maniacs are pulling out. Rocket launches everywhere. It is a Batman's fault. It's that Batman's fault. Everybody's cheering that guy. Oh. Hey, he was He's just trying to save the city, you know. So you know, he did it. Anyway. Um, that was a good laugh. I swear to God, guys, that was a good one. <laughs> um, yeah, but the boys that um, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got like a uh, the you know the the seeps going through like you know their stuff and everything, and like the boys they're 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 sort of like on their butts right now, you know, but sort of back together, you know. Whereas they was really pretty much apart for the whole season. Now they're like you know back together and aiming towards like you know Newman and everything, whatever's about to go next season, but. That was a good way of ending this season with our boys coming back together, you know, as a group and stuff. And I like the way that um, uh, with um, Butcher getting his news about his, um, you know, his time to, you know, 
to life and everything, he still wants to go. He still wants to, you know, run and roll. You know, I'm 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 here. You know, I'm not telling the team what's what's going. You know, what's happening with me. But let's just roll. We gotta, you know, we gotta. We're the boys. We gotta take, you know, take We're on care the of clock. We're on, on the, the clock. clock boys. Boys. He's officially on the clock. Start the but, clock. Start it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was a good way to. Um, yeah, it was a good way to um to end the season as as, as far as that there. Um, so I guess we did touch on um you know a lot of stuff that's happening next season. But um, I want to. I'm kind of curious on um um Hitch's uh uh checkoffs um <laughs> checkoff Soldier Boy rant and everything he said at the beginning of the episode. You know, so so what are your thoughts on what are your thoughts on I guess such just Soldier Boy period. All right, so Soldier <laughs> Boy represents Soldier Boy represents the idea of what masculinity was in um you know, call it our grandfather's generation, the greatest generation, you know, the, the, what is he mentioned Sean Connery in this season or Sean Connery? Like, Oh, I'm a man's man. I'll slap a lady like that. That whole thing that I'm not, I don't want to, you know, paint with a broad brush or whatever, but this sort of like the playboy ideal of masculinity coming to conflict with, you know, with Homelander who, you know, they, they, they age Homelander in this season. They tell you Homelander is born in 1982. 81 so homelander is um you know homelander is a couple years older than me so an elder millennial or you know there's a lot of slosh over generation x i would say he would be a gen xer because it's obvious that homelander did not get the internet until after he was like (laughs) one through puberty so since that because that's that's the line that delineates uh, millennial versus a gen xer uh, so he's a Gen Xer for sure, and that, and that probably will lead to some, you know, to some some conflict later. But it's interesting. The Soldier Boy says, you know, you're my son. I wish I'd have raised you. You turned out to be such a disappointment, right? You are like a hollow echo of what I was. Is kind of what he says to him. And I think it, for a lot of, um, you know, for a lot of people who have had their young adulthood period be the war on terror, I think that there is a certain you know, jadedness that we feel toward believing in that sort of, you know, go out and hit him now and punch him in the face and, you know, preemptive war. And the whole, the whole thing, I think is we have all, you know, a lot of people my age have rethought that, that outlook. So it's interesting to see that, that conflict put together. The whole thing about soldier boy being the Chekhov soldier boy is you can bring soldier boy out and zap someone's powers off him whenever you want and put soldier boy back and, you know, it's that's a mechanism that'll work, and you can give them powers back because they have the V. And if you want to care, you know, all these configurations will work. If you want, um, you know, if you want Maeve to come back, she could work with Grace. That's fine with me. I think that would make a lot of sense. Uh, it'd be a good use of her of her talents that remain and her information and knowledge of these soups that she would still be, you know, rather encyclopedic. So there's ways for them to kind of bring all the characters that I like along with them. And, um, you know, you don't you don't have a soldier boy in your cast and not bring him out all the time to be apocryphal and, you know, not really understanding things that have happened in history. And, you know, and, and do it, do it in a way that Steve Rogers never could, because Steve Rogers would never say the word lube. <laughs> would never come out of Steve Rogers. Uh, so that's what I have. And, you know, like I said, thanks to everybody who had a nice time at the concession stand and uh, went out to the lobby. <laughs> during appreciate everybody coming oh, back. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone come back, you know, get into your seats, all your signed seats and stuff. You know. <laughs> <It's> continuing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I guess as we're coming to a close, we come into like, you know, the, the close of like the, the, the season there and everything. Um, overall, um, I guess you know we could just go around how we feeling I, how we feeling about the season. Um, I mean, I'll just I'll just start off. I thought it was a great you know season of great seasons of television. I'm sad it's over. Like we would talk about in the um you know in the pre episode. I mean, I'm sorry, you know you know off 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 mic and everything. Um, we need ten episodes. And ten episodes seems like it's a sweet spot. We don't want the Disney six because that's too little, you know, not enough, you know, story to um tell. We don't want the network 22, you know, that's too much like filler and everything. The Netflix 13, you know, it's, it's still like some flip, you know, filler and stuff. Um, the Amazon eight, <laughs> you know, it's, eh, you know, 
let's get a good, you know, cable, you know, HBO, you know, 10, you know, where, where Game of Thrones gave us like some good solid 10 episodes. Bam. You know, we, we were satisfied and complete on into the next season. You know, um, the voice doesn't seem like they want to go with that. So, which I'm fine with, and I'm very happy with the way the, 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 the season present itself with like the beginning, middle and end. And I'm, um, it's interesting to see how with the first season, how it just started out as like a play on superheroes, like the subvert the tropes and stuff to now is where, you know, they're getting more into like, you know, political culture and actually commenting on that through superheroes and stuff and how we, um, and this is something that I think Alan Moore actually, you know, was speaking on about her obsession with superheroes and, you know, the culture and stuff um, is, is sort of like, you know, tearing us, <laughs> you know, just, just eating at us, you know, um, and he, I, he wanted to get away from that, how our obsession with like, you know, um, the, the culture and, and everything is just like, you know, it's ironic, you know, how all this is just taken over. And I think the boys is really commenting on a lot of that, how our obsession with superheroes may be too much. You know, we're, we're looking at this media, you know, so much so where um, was it created as like a kid's thing or is this is, is are we at the point where we should be growing up? you know, out of this, the mature, you know, out of that, I don't know, you know, there's just like some, some, some good questions to ask to where, you know, this, this thing talks about like culture and the politics and everything um, that's different from how it like presented itself as first and second or first season, I should say, but overall love this season. Hitch. Yeah. I mean, a really great digestion on what is power and is it, is it something that legitimizes you? Um, you know, we talk about power as a symbol for money. Soldier Boy's dad owned half the steel mills in Pennsylvania. So his money was inherited, but his power was not, right? So his pa Homelander's powers are both inherited and earned. We know that he was injected with the V and he's Soldier Boy's kid. Ryan's powers are wholly inherited. And, and we sort of see the digestion of that as it moves its way through that cycle. And, and again, it seems to me that the less that you have to do with earning something, the more likely you are to abuse it. And Ryan uh, is in a position where he has uh, done nothing, you know, the complete and total genetic lottery for Ryan. So uh, I'm excited to see how they explore that idea. And again, if they ignore that and do any of the other 50 things they could do, I think it'll also be great. Uh, I, I do have this weird, this weird feeling that the, the boys themselves messed up and went after the wrong target this year. And that they realize it at the end as, as Newman's like, oh, I'm going to be the vice president. And then I'll, I guess I'm one head pop away from running everything. Huh? <laughs> I got this creeping feeling that like, oh, we, they messed that up. <laughs> so I'm excited to see next season. This I've really enjoyed season three a lot. So, you know, living in the moment, I mean, season three was just phenomenal, fantastic. And what I look back into season three is, they paid a lot of homage to the fans. I mean, episode five alone is just just playing right into the fans and giving us, you know, something to talk about every week and something to, you know, watch and enjoy. Right. And, and, and the one thing about the eight episodes, yeah, it's not enough, but it comes at you so fast that the storylines – are so fluid and there's no downtime between that time so yeah 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 we all wish that it was lasted longer just because we enjoy it so much but just the blitzkrieg of it all having eight episodes come at you so fast it's it's it packs it all in so every episode is great and like i said just for them to pay homage to the fans you know thank you god bless you keep coming and now now they've earned spinoffs, and who? I wonder how the spinoffs are going to be. You know, we're going to see the kids in the you know pre-vod kids in college. So we'll, we'll see how these spinoffs go, and then of course the the segues into season four, which we all are really waiting for. So yeah, great season. <laughs> All right. So, guys, fellas, it's been a pleasure talking with you, you know, about this season and everything. And I think one thing that you did say, Ducci, it has been a great thing to talk about, something to talk about every episode, you know. Gives us something. 
Yeah, it gives us something. We fill out the podcast and everything, talking about these 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 shows and everything. But I think, uh, especially like really these this the boys, because we got some really good culture type stuff, to, you know, to talk about. Uh, along with you know laughing about how crazy you know the the superhero hijinks and stuff on the show is so it it, it like Hitch says mixes the highbrow with the lowbrow and everything and you still get stimulated with um you know talking about it and actually watching it and stuff so it's a it's a pleasure to see it it, it, it tickles all your you know your 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 your, your bones and everything on, on what you see there. But we thank you again, you guys, for watching. We thank you again for listening, you know, on the podcast and everything. And, um, you know, when next season comes to the boys, we'll be back here. The boys again, you know. Um, NerdCyclopedia.com, make sure that you guys are going to that site. You know, um, make sure that you are subscribing to our YouTube um, and sharing like the channel and everything. And also when you're listening to the podcast, make sure that, you, you know, share and um, subscribe to that as well. Thank you guys again. And we will be back Wednesday. This week to talk about Darth Vader, you know, we'll be talking about like the next, um, you know, set of, you know, comics as far as that. And we'll be back again, you know, to, um, the, to, to possibly review like, you know, Thor Love and Thunder. I'll be going to see that um, sometime. Um, you haven't seen it yet? No, not yet. Not yet. Have you? Spoiler alerts. <laughs> yeah, of um, I saw it. On the, I, was, I was at the beach. Of course, of course you have. Of course you have. This is Mr. MC right there. So we'll be back to talk about that. I'm not sure if Hitch is going to. Are you going to go see Hitch? <laughs> I'm going to try to go see it. You know, I, I have okay. a whole right. baby being yeah, yeah. A baby situation. Yeah. So you know, we'll, this is this is the hang up for me. These TV shows, I can hold on. I'm going to turn this mic back. Yeah, on. yeah. You're, but you're, you're, you're done with that. Oh, you're you're fucking throwing zone. <laughs> so, so we'll get that together but just make sure that you're subscribing to this channel because anytime that you're on hit that notification button you know that we're on so we'll see you next time same nerd time same nerd <laughs> morning come to me yeah, I'll give <laughs> alright give you a B plus on that one